Hello and welcome once again to another episode in the Mental Health and Christian Parenting Podcast. I am your host, Sanya Duki. I am a mental health therapist and a Christian parenting coach. And today I have a question for you. How have you been feeling lately? Are you feeling stressed or overwhelmed? Well, Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Welcome back. Today, we will be talking about stress and its impact specifically on our mental health. This topic can never be talked about too much as stress affects everyone and presents itself in so many different ways. Stress, yes, it's a normal response to any given pressure or demands on us. We face a higher risk, yes, when there is a perceived threat or danger as well. When this happens, there are certain brain chemicals such as cortisol, which starts to rage through our body. And this generates physiological responses such as muscle tension, sweating, quicker breathing, aching muscles, pulsating heart, all in an effort to prepare to take action. Now, there is something also which occurs in the brain, and that is the activation of the amygdala. The amygdala is situated in the emotional center of the brain. And this can be described as a person's alarm system. In fact, when I'm talking to my clients about this, I call it the I call the amygdala the the fire alarm, because what it does is when it senses danger, threat, or discomforts, it starts to go off. And when this alarm system in our brain goes off, we tend to go into survival mode. We either go into fight mode or flight mode, and in some cases, freeze or shutdown mode. Now, this process alone, it... It requires a lot of energy um, in our system to accomplish. And as a result, other areas in our body minimizes its function in order to compensate or to support the survival processes that is going on there. We have the systems such as the gastrointestinal system, which is impacted when we're experiencing stress, when we're triggered, when we're in our survival state, because our body is uh, in a mode of taking action. And the stomach at that point is not necessarily important in running away from an attack or danger of some sort. Now, in a lot of cases, we're not necessarily running away from something, but our system senses danger, senses threat, senses discomfort, and it starts to respond the same way. 
Another area that is impacted in our body, specifically an area in the brain, is the prefrontal cortex. And this is the area of the brain that is responsible for our executive functioning. Now, for our executive functioning, this is the part where we, we it helps with memory, we remember things, we problem solve, we focus, we uh, learn empathy, and we learn to organize our life and situations around us. But when our amygdala fires off, there's an, a hijack in the area that we need to actually be thinking, rational thinking and reasoning. So it is pretty interesting how stress can affect us in so many different ways. I'd like to know that stress is a normal process in our daily life. However, long-term stress can increase the risk of mental health problems such as anxiety, depression, uh, eating disorders, sleep issues, somatic issues. This is where we're complaining of our headaches, um, muscle aches and pains, stomach aches, and so forth. And in cases like these two, we find that stress can start to break down our immune system and may also cause other medical issues, such as high blood pressure as well. So stress over a period of time can really influence our body in a negative way. And we all know when we're not feeling well, we don't do well. We absolutely do not do well. So how do you know if you're struggling with chronic stress? But before I get into that, I just want to let you have an idea of the the advantage that stress can have sometimes in our life. Um, there are two types of stress. There's one called eustress and one called the distress. Now, eustress is the stressors or the pressures or demands that happen in our life that pushes us to accomplish something or pushes us to be productive. Say you're getting ready for an interview or uh, you're studying for an important exam, or we're rushing to meet that deadline so we can get that paycheck to pay our rents and so forth. But distress is when the stress gets to a point where it starts affecting us in the ways that I've mentioned before. Um, we start to get sick physically, emotionally, and mentally. So how do you know that you are struggling with chronic stress? Now, stress can affect us cognitively, emotionally, physically, and behaviorally. So if you start having difficulty concentrating, for example, or difficulty thinking, remembering, or you're worrying a lot and you're having difficulty problem solving, you're struggling with a lot of self-doubt or just second guessing, um, or you may be feeling on edge or like you need to take action or something is going to be happening, you're in survival mode all the time, then these are pretty good indications that you're stressed and it's affecting you cognitively or psychologically. 
when was the last time that you felt a sense of calm and peace? When was the last time you felt that? If we are having a hard time answering that question, then I think we could probably try to find out what is stressing us. Or we could probably conclude that we are stressed. If you're easily irritable or moody, easily angered or is feeling sad, um, feeling depressed or anxious or having a feelings of hopelessness or low motivation, these are good indications that the stress is impacting you emotionally, emotionally. What about if you're having frequent headaches, muscle tension or physical pain, um, which is not explained by uh, medical situations? Because, yeah, sometimes when we're going through medical situations, we do uh, experience physical pain and fatigue and stomach problems, nausea, rapid heart rate, or high blood pressure. Stress can cause those things. And that is how we find where it's presenting itself physically or, you know, it's presenting itself in our, in our body. Behaviorally, we realize that we may get involved into uh, emotional eating. Um, we start withdrawing from friends. Uh, our sleep patterns may change. So we're up at night or we're trying to sleep, but it's really hard for us to, to sleep. Uh, we may find that there may be a decline in our in our productivity uh, or carrying out our responsibilities at home, taking care of our family, or even at work, we're having a hard time as well. Or any projects we have, we're having a hard time completing those. And uh, sometimes we can start increasing the use of harmful substances in our bodies. Uh, it could be even through comfort food, chocolate, sugar-based stuff, uh, caffeine, and alcohol, and so forth. So these are uh, some good indications that we can use to let us know that, yes, we're going under a lot of stress and it is affecting us negatively. Do you struggle with any of those symptoms? any or several of those symptoms or do you notice your spouse struggling with any of these symptoms um what about your children what about your child or your teen are they moody um and more agitated more depressed more fatigued um are they procrastinating and having a hard time getting by, then we need to start asking the question, are they stressed? Are they overwhelmed? And this is where we need to talk to them and support them. Well, of course, the Lord wants us to be at peace. He does not want us to be ill. He wants us to be well. He wants us to be functioning at our optimum. So what does scripture say about this and how can it help us to cope with stress when we're experiencing it? 
Now John 14 verse 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not as the world do I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. So here we see where Jesus is encouraging us that he's leaving us his peace. He wants us to have his peace. And we shouldn't let our hearts be troubled or let it be afraid. Only God can provide us true peace of mind. So it's very important for us to be able to put all our trust and faith in him at all times. I don't know about you, but whenever I think of my troubles and I place them in God's hands, I feel a sense of peace because I see him as the creator of the universe and for him to actually be taking my troubles and taking care of me, it gives me a sense of peace and reassurance, even if I have to be doing this every day or several times a day, depending on what, what I'm going through. But it really does help to calm my spirit and calm my body. In fact, it literally does calm our body, calm our amygdala. Here are some things that you can do to help reduce your stress today. Number one, write down your stressors. Write down what they are. And in prayer, bring them to the Lord. Because in Psalm 55 verse 22, it says, Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Amen. Cast your burden on him and he will sustain you. You know what sustenance means. You know what it means to, 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 for something to be sustained. And here the Lord is saying, we should cast our burden on him. He wants to sustain us. And he will not permit for us to be removed or to be moved. Leave all your worries and anxiety with the Lord. He will ease your burden and lighten your load of stress whenever you ask him to. Number two. Have the reassurance that God is fighting your battles for and with you. He is not leaving you or forsaking you. You are not alone. You're not fighting this alone. Exodus 14 verse 14 says, The Lord will fight for you and you have only to be silent. The Lord will fight your battles for you. The Lord is fighting your hardships for you and alongside you. Be encouraged by this. Number three, remember that worrying does not solve the problem. It only makes you feel worse. 1 Peter 5 or 7 says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Matthew 6 verse 27 says, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? You know, I always ask um, this to myself. Okay, 
If I worry about this now, how is it going to be solved? And I'll ask the same thing to my clients as well. If you worry about this now, it, it's, it is, you're worrying about an event that will happen next week. You have planned for it. You know what you're supposed to be doing. But if you worry about it, is it going to change anything? So why exert all that energy into worrying when we can use the energy to be more productive and to focus on things that we can actually control? And this brings us to our next point. It says here that we need to ask God for daily direction and focus on what we can actually control. Focus on what you can control. God has given us the capability to do what we can because we can do all things through him who will give us strength. So let us focus on what we can actually do knowing that he is leading and directing our life. The fifth thing is do not avoid the stressors if you shouldn't. I had to say that because there are some stressors that they're not necessary in our life. They're not even important. And yes, we should probably avoid them. But there are stressors that we shouldn't avoid because they are a part of life. They're necessary for us to go through. And the more we avoid it is the more unhealthy we become. So do not avoid the stressors if you shouldn't. Give it to the Lord and stand strong in the face of adversity. Luke 21 verse 19 says, we need to stand firm. Stand firm and you will win life. When you stand and face your adversities, you are actually becoming stronger and you're able to face any future concerns with more assertiveness and assurance and confidence. Yes, number six, I think echoes what I was just saying there. It says, as you go through life's journeys or struggles, you see how they're being, you're being strengthened by them. You see how it deepens your faith in God and get you ready to face challenges which may present itself in the future. James 1 verse 2 to 4 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Amazing. So we're getting stronger from our experiences that we have. Therefore, we should not avoid it. So just taking you through a journey here. Take your problems and your stressors to God. Give him control of it. And also be reassured that he is helping you. He's strengthening you. He's taking care of you. And you're not fighting this alone. Next is focus on what you can actually do. And this means if it means focusing on one issue at a time, we face it because it's helping us to be stronger and it's helping us to be able to be ready for future adversities that will be coming our way. So we can say, mm, been there, done that. <laughs> Number seven, and this is the last one I wanted to share with you. Pray for victory and give thanks in advance. Yes, the battle is in the hands of the Lord. 
and he will make us victorious. Philippians 4 verse 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. You know, when we pray and when we give thanksgiving, when we're actually in the action of thanksgiving, we're releasing those feel-good hormones in our bodies and we're reducing those stress hormones in our bodies, those stress chemicals in our bodies. So why not start giving thanks today? Put your hands up in the air and say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the victory that you will be giving me. Thy will be done. In conclusion here, stress, it is a normal occurrence in our life. Yes, it does happen. It does produce undesirable pressure or demand on us, on our state of being. However, stress can either strengthen us and over time, over a prolonged exposure, it can also cause us to become ill or start to impact us mentally and emotionally. That is if we don't learn how to cope. If you notice that your spouse or your children are being affected by stress, encourage them in the Lord. Share with them some of these promises that I just read here and remind them to focus on what they can control in this present moment and to trust in God through the whole process of what they're going through. Now, the last thing I want to say with, to you is, may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you. You're never without the Lord. You're never without him who brings you peace each and every day, even at your busiest and most difficult times. God is watching over you. Allow me to pray with you. Dear God, we thank you so much that you're a God we can come to with all our burden and you're willing to take them on and to walk with us through our trials and our circumstances. We already thank you for the victory we have in you. We thank you for leading and directing our life. And we thank you for the peace that you give us, which passes all understanding. We praise you. And we give you thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you were blessed. Until next time, I am Sania. Join us in our Facebook group as we continue this conversation. And please feel free to share this episode with other parents you know who would definitely use the encouragement. Remember, God is with you always. Take care. Bye-bye.